Hello and welcome to Savage Dating Tips. This is Carolyn Savage, your host. Fall is here. It is officially cuffing season. If you do not know what cuffing season is, in this podcast, we're going to just explain that a little. Salt looks like sugar. Stop dating unavailable men. I, I'm, I titled that that way because it's no longer serving us that we are dating men that are not available for a relationship, but yet we keep on talking to them. And I think I, I, I'm guilty of that myself. And I, I'm trying in this new season of my dating um, journey, I am no joke cutting that out. If I see it, I see it quickly and then I move on. So I hope this uh, podcast actually helps you. I'm actually going to give you some tips tonight. <laughs> if you listen to my podcast, you're like, what? She's giving real tips tonight. But no, it's just something that is always, it seems like it's always on my mind that we, we get in these situationships. I hear my clients talk to me. I hear my friends or my sister or whatever. They, they tell me about situations and it's just like, it kills me because I wish we could just see this and step back and say, wait a minute. So it's like, it's almost, uh, this, this, you know, they call it a situationship because it's not quite a relationship. It's a situation. And then, so it's almost there except for the deep conversation and communication. Okay. But the sex is actually good. And then in my case, the, the go back and listen to the podcast, um, Mr. Cuddy buddy, because the sex was mediocre. Okay. But the reason why I w got in a cuffing season situationship is because I wanted someone to lay in the bed with you. I'm going to be real. I know that I was married for a long time and then I was in other relationships. I was in a like three-year relationship, two-year relationship. And I'm used to somebody sleeping in the bed with me at night. And so I met somebody and I, you know, I, I knew, I knew pretty much like by the second or third date, you know, I knew what was up. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to have sex with him. I'm going to go over to his house. We're going to um, cuddle and we're going to you know, be in a situation ship, but it's like, basically it's dating, but you know, he's like, it's always like that guy is really close to what you, what you like. Um, it's like, it's quasi, um, I like pastor Todd cause he said it's, it's fugazi, you know, but that, that term back in the nineties when we talked about, um, uh, fugazi meaning it's a knockoff. And so this guy is very similar. You know, he might have the looks that you're, um, thinking about. I, I just like dark skinned men. So, um, uh, you know, he's dark skinned, he, you know, maybe his, his career is on track. Um, he takes care of his kids. You know, ladies, we love that. <laughs> I love when a man, when, I, when, when the man's on the phone with his child and maybe, you know, they're long distance or something because maybe um, they moved away from their child or whatever it is, or in any situation where the man is on the phone with his baby and he's talking to them and he's being a good father, that's sexy to me. So that turns me on. So stuff like that, like he's a good person you know, outside of this situationship. So he's, you know, he's good, you know, maybe he's good with his friends. He's cool with his family. He's, you know, he's all that. It's funny because ugh, they, you know, all, you know what I'm saying? He's all that. Then he's a cool dude and blah, 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 and blah, blah. It's very similar to a real relationship. So that's why I said salt looks like sugar and they look the same when you put them on the counter, but the wrong one in your cake, please. Oh my God. Nobody's eating that shit. So if you put salt in your cake instead of sugar, we're not eating the cake. So that's, that's what this relationship reminds me of. It looks just like sugar. It looks just like 
a relationship that, I mean, the person I think, or this, this situation that you're in kind of feels good. It's right. But then your, your, your intuition is telling you something different. And then how do you know you're dating an unavailable man? Some of the signs that I see is that as soon as you start dating him, something about him, you can't put your finger on it. And then you go to Google and you ask, like in my case, I asked her, like, how do you talk to quiet men? And then you might ask your friends and say, he's this, this, and this, but, and this is early on, ladies, this is only after the, you know, second or third date. And sometimes you know what it is by the third date, you're usually having sex with them anyway. And sometimes nowadays, ladies, you having sex with them on the first night. So come on, girlfriend. But um, my, my thing is usually like by the third date. So then you're question him already. So that's, that's a, that's a number one, you know, that's the number one sign. And then, so another thing, and then you just feel insecure around him and you don't know what to say, or you notice that he never asks you any like deep questions or real thoughtful questions. So it's like, you know, he never asks you about what you want to do in your future. Or maybe if you have children, he doesn't go deep into like their lives and their names, <laughs> their names. No, but he doesn't go deep into the things that you do with them. Um, he never, tries to intertwine himself into your life or any of that. And, you know, sometimes it's really obvious, um, girlfriend. So sometimes it's obvious that he doesn't do it because, you know, you guys are only after nine o'clock, after 10 o'clock, you guys is fucking, um, he, he always has an excuse like, oh, I work late. And then I get off at this time, come on over at this time. Oh, I don't have a social life. Those kind of things where that's pretty obvious where, you know, pretty much you're just coming over, you having sex and da, da, da. But then what I'm talking about is salt looks like sugar because he does do some of the things like he calls you, he texts you. He, um, I even had a client where she said he FaceTimes me all the time and he texts me and this and that we talk all the time, but then is it, is it deep? Is it intertwining? Does he ask you some real questions about, you know, life or yourself or something like that. Cause sometimes it's just passing time. Sometimes that guy is just seriously, he has some kind of job where he doesn't have to, um, use his, you know, hands that much, or he's, you know, watching a monitor or whatever he's doing. And then he's able to talk to you and because he's bored, you know what I'm saying? And he's passing the time. So you just have to be careful because it seems like a relationship, but it's not. <laughs> you know, another thing is you feel very euphoric around him. And then maybe you guys have had like, you know, maybe you guys did go out to eat or something, or maybe he had you over for dinner or something, you know, during that time, maybe, you know, he gave you your favorite uh, whiskey in my case, uh, he gave you your favorite wine or something, or, you know, whatever it was, something small, but you know, you guys did something that had some kind of decent conversation. And then of course you had sex. So maybe the next day you feel you feel kind of uneasy and you feel like when you get away from him, then you starting to feel like, dang, do I need to talk to him anymore? Or why do I feel like this? Or in some cases it's like, maybe you spend the night with him and then you leave and like it's eight in the morning or whatever you leave, you go home. And then, so maybe you do, you know, you don't text him or anything and you just wait for him to text you. And maybe it's, it's you know, four o'clock by the time he texts you and instead of checking up on, you know, stuff like that. Or, or there is times when, like I said, he, they do love bomb you, but they only do it in a way so that you'll be coming back and getting their bed. So it's, it's just, it's sometimes like, it's so hard sometimes to see what is real, but I think it's your intuition is telling you 
when you're questioning yourself and saying, oh, wait a minute, I feel a certain way about this guy. And when I'm not in his presence, you know how you just get that feeling like you think about them, but it's in a good way. If you start thinking about that's when you're calling your girlfriend or you're calling me, your coach and saying, um, well, it's, it's this, this, and this, and I feel this and I feel that. And you're questioning everything. And, and then this, and what does this mean? Oh, you know, honey, you know, if you talk to your girlfriend or something, when you say, well, what does this mean? He said this, or he texts me and what does this mean? I think it's all that questioning. That's just, that's, I think that's your intuition telling you that this person is not good for you. Your own body's telling you that. That's what your intuition, your gut is saying something is not quite right. So that's another way you can tell when you are in a starting to date an unavailable man. And I'm telling you this now so you guys can stop this and nip it in the bud. Don't be going on and on with the man for like months and months and and then trying to figure this out. And then sometimes you'd be like, well, maybe I, I shouldn't text him no more. I'm going to wait. Or, you know, like if you're the person that texts him first, like you leave his house, it's 9am and then you leave and say, oh, I had a good time. And it's, you know, whatever. When, as soon as you get home, I made it home. I had a good time. And then maybe in some cases, the man doesn't even text you back and you guys know what's up. And so some of these things, you ain't telling your girlfriends or nothing. That's why I'm talking about this on this podcast, because this, this is real, because sometimes you may text him. Everything was hunky-dory. Everything was wonderful. But then when, when it's over the next day, then sometimes he doesn't even text you back until later on, until it's time for you to come back over there again. Um, that is not a relationship. <laughs> Um, so there's all kinds of different scenarios, but it, you know, in your gut, something's wrong. And sometimes you say, well, maybe I shouldn't talk to him anymore. Or what'll happen if I don't text him and will he text me or whatever? And then you go get all excited because he texts you or something. But um, like I said, just watch that. For the women that go to church to me, I, I see this a lot and I, you know, I ain't stepping on no toes, but it's real. The men, at, I noticed that church men, uh, men that go to church they will do the same type of thing without having sex. So they will almost have you like as your church, their church wife. So at church, you know, like they'll, they'll be like, kind of like, you know, telling everybody, showing everybody that you, you know, you are, he is into you or something or girl, he has me sit by him or he will touch me on my back or he'll do this or that. Maybe if you guys had something after church or something, he makes sure that you guys, Hey, come sit by me or this or that, or whatever it is. It's like, you guys, it's real, almost like, you know, uh, wifey at, at church and, and, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, husband and wife at church. And then after that, then he doesn't even call you or he doesn't take you out. He doesn't um, introduce you to his family or any of that. So I'm like, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's another sign. Like watch out for that too, because you think that this person is wanting to get closer to you and, and, but he has you in some kind of situationship at church. He ain't, he ain't even trying to be in no real relationship with you. So watch that too. And then, so another thing is you'll start thinking that something must be wrong with me. So that, that was, that was something, this happened to me in 2019, but, um, that was something I said in my head. Like I was thinking like, oh, you know what? Maybe I don't talk enough. Cause in this case, this guy, he was, um, he was really cool. He was very social. Um, but then when we were together, he was really quiet. And then he'd say a few things and some basic, like, you know, how was your day kind of thing? And then just talk a little. And then I usually let the guy kind of talk a little more than me. 
And then, you know, once I get to really know him, then I'll start talking more. But in this case, he was really, really quiet. And then, so sometimes I would ask him a question, like I'd say, um, I said, oh yeah, he used to travel. So I said, when was the last time you went to DC? Then I would try to ask him about the trip or I'd try to ask him about what he think about DC. So he would say some real general stuff sometimes, you know, and then he never would get into something that was more like, okay, my family's this and that, they're there. And then they live in this area. And then we did this and, you know, some really details of his trip. So that kind of stuff. And then, so then he didn't ask me any questions. Like he didn't ask me any really deep questions. So then I started questioning, like, what can I talk to him about? Try to get a deeper conversation. So when I left him, I was always like in my head, um, thinking like something was wrong with me. So that's why I said another sign for you to know is that something is wrong. Of course, when you're questioning your own self and you start to be insecure about your personality, or maybe I should do this, or maybe I should dress this differently. Maybe he'll do this, or maybe I should talk more and then, you know, whatever. So sometimes men like that too, they let you ramble on and then they don't say shit and they let you tell all their bit, your business. And then they don't have to ask you no question that just passes the time or whatever. Then there's other men where they like, I'm, I'm kind of a quiet person at times, you know, with men. So then I'm quiet. So it's just kind of quiet. And then, you know how it is. Then the sex comes, the drinks, you know, so we, we were better off when we were like drinking a little bit and then we, you know, we just would have sex, but we watch TV or whatever it was. It was, it was, it wasn't a situation where I really, really liked him or anything. I knew what I was getting into. Like I said, because it was cuffing season. So I knew this. I think you feel something, but you don't know how to get out of it or you don't know how to recognize it when you're in it. You can change him or he'll change. You think that he'll change once you guys maybe get into, you get to know each other more. You think that he'll change or you think that um, maybe he'll warm up, like maybe you guys haven't had sex yet and then he'll warm up after you had sex. That is not true. You, you won't change him. And even the guys that are just, they're not sometimes, they're not just doing this on purpose. Sometimes some men are just narcissists and that's just what it is. We throw that term around so much, but some men are just kind of out like that. And they know like, yeah, I don't have to talk that much. I don't, you know, I don't have to get that deep. And then I just want sex and then I can just be this way and I can be my real self. You know, some men are like that, but then there's some men that are really emotionally unavailable and they don't, they just, that's who they are. They're closed off and they're not really ready for no relationship. They don't know how to communicate with a woman. And then they just think that, Hey, I, as long as she's around, Hey, this situation ship is working for me, you know, but are you getting out of it? What you want? Are you getting your needs met? Are you getting, no, you know, after a while, this starts to chip away at your spirit. It starts to chip away at your self-confidence. And then for the next guy that is a genuine guy, then you are unavailable for the genuine guy. And it is so true. Or we say all men are dogs. All men are narcissists. All men are, all men are unavailable. And that is not true. I had been in a situation where I have messed up a relationship with a genuine guy that was trying to get to know me because of not this person, you know, this, not this cutty buddy, but it's other relationships where I have not trusted men that were genuine. And that's what happens with you is that you stay single because once you've gotten burned by somebody like this, 
then you just think that all men, you just don't trust men. And that's, that's why some of us, you know, you stay single or you're blocked or you're just not open to men. Yeah. So you might start off like, you know, liking a little bit that he gives you, but I love Oprah. She says, um, so if you know better, do better. Just had a conversation. It was with my um, Uber driver and she was telling me an, an example of, it was funny as hell because I am um, coming back from, uh, from my friend's house and uh, she was driving me home and she said, and I do, I don't even drive. I live in New Orleans. I don't drive. I don't like these roads out here. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I was in an Uber ride and she said, um, you know, I told her I was a dating coach and she said, um, well, you know, she stopped the car and everything. I was like, oh shit, this is serious. So she stops the car and she says, well, I, do you give advice? And I said, yeah. And so she says, well, I'm in a situation with this guy and he's, um, me and him been talking for a while. Probably sounds like a couple months or something, she said. So me and him been, you know, we've been talking for a while. But she she knew, she told me, she said, she knew that it was about the sex. And she said, you know, the sex is real good. And then she said, but you know what? But I actually like him. And I started, you know, I guess she started catch feelings, but she was just saying how we have things in common and, you know, everything is real good when we get together. You know, she said she really likes him and, you know, like kind of like that bo boyfriend type. And so she started off with sex, but then, then, so one day she's, you know, and she was thinking, you know, it was moving into something else. So then her, you know, she was telling me the story and then I was like, well, what's your question? <laughs> And then so, um, so she said one day she texted him and said, Hey, I was thinking about you. And then he texts back and was like, Oh, he laughed and said, are you catching feelings? I was like, er, wait a minute. You know what? So he's asking her, did you catch feelings? And everybody knows when you're in a situation, um, not a situation, but when you're in a, like a friends with benefits or fuck buddy situation, usually you can't tell the person your feelings and you know, it's supposed to be mutual that you know what we're doing here but she was thinking it was different because he was texting her all the time he called her bae you know he called her he texted her and he called her bae and then i don't think that they went anywhere outside of the bedroom but it just was a feeling of being in a relationship and that's what i'm talking about salt looks like sugar when you're in this situation you have to just step back and be like, wait a minute. So see how when she did want to say, like she thought that this would go somewhere further. That's what her, her question was like, what should I do? Because now I'm catching feelings for him. So then I was like, um, so, you know, once she got her, put her guard down and start crushing on him, then this is what happened to her. But I was telling her, like, you know how you can unlike some somebody's um, comment, like you put your heart and then, you know, just unlike it. So once you put, put your heart on the line, just, you know, take it back. And so you can have, you got two scenarios. You can continue to have this man as your, um, your fuck buddy. And this is the same, like, take this into cuffing season, girlfriends, because you can continue to have this man as your man. But I said, I asked her, I said, do you want to be in a real relationship with somebody? And that's what I, that's probably the first question I ask when I coach my clients. Do you want a real relationship? What kind of relationship do you want? If you just want somebody just to lay in the bed with and, and have sex with, cool, do that. But you cannot take the, to the next step and think that this man is going to give you more than what he's been giving you. That is an unavailable man. And that means that he knows what's up. He thought you knew what's up. So then when you come at him and say that you like him, hey, you know what, you guys, some, some of these relationships work out where 
you you they they you know take this into a long-term relationship some of that works out you know what i'm saying i don't know what percentage it is but it, it does but i'm gonna tell you right now i bet you the larger percentage is that man is going to either stop calling you when you get too many feelings or he's going to just kind of cut it off and see what you think and see you know where you're at and see if you're going to stop saying i was thinking about you today but um so i just told her i said well i said so when he when he texts you like at five o'clock what time you text him back? And she goes, oh yeah, I usually text him back right away because I'm usually available, whatever. She goes, I usually text him back right away. Stop responding so quickly to his text. So if he texts you at five o'clock, then make sure it's about an hour. It could be two hours, whatever. Don't text him back right away. That's one thing because that's just letting him know how strong you are. And I asked her another question and I said, and this is what I do as a coach. I'll be asking some questions. So if you ever coach with me, watch out. I asked him, I asked her, I said, is this while he's at work or, you know, like what, you know, cause she said he's always, he texts me a lot, this and that. And so I think he, she's entertaining him while he's at work. You don't get no dates. She don't get nothing special. I think, you know, they might be texting back and forth cause he's bored. So then I just was like, you know, just wait, wait a while. You know, I said, if you know he gets off at like nine, text him at nine o'clock. You know, don't even text him while he's at work. So just, just those little things like that. I just like to play little games, you know what I'm saying? Then I was like, don't do the pillow talk. So you know how after you had sex and then you lay in there and oh, it was good and this and that. And, you know, I think I want to, um, I think I want to start doing poetry or I think that I want to um, move to Japan. And I think that my life is has no purpose or whatever, you know what I'm saying? No kind of pillow talk or, or whatever, you know? So you just start opening up and being real deep with them. So I said, stop the pillow talk. Cause that's another thing. That's you getting too intimate with him, with that person. Keep that person as a F buddy, a fuck buddy. Keep him as a fuck buddy, friends with benefits. If you're going to do that, keep him in that category. Do that for the um for the freaking um cuffing season, which is until April 21st, if you want to do that. And then cut him off or whatever, or, you know, just keep him in that category and that's that. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to mess up with, with your head because if you want a real relationship in the future, or if you want, if you are intentionally dating and you're looking for a relationship, that man is only blocking your blessing. He's only blocking you from getting into something real. Then you won't even know what's real when you do, when the person comes around anyway. So that's, so anyway, that, that's the advice I gave her. And I just was telling her to kind of pull back now, pull some of those emotions back and don't, don't give, don't tell him I'm thinking about you and don't answer his calls and stuff like that all the time because she sound like, you know, she's going to continue to be, you know, his F buddy. And, you know, you always hear this, like, don't give him more than he's given you. Don't, don't put more into this situationship than he's um, putting in. And, and then see men know, men know when you're really into them and then they can just see it all on your face. They can tell when they talk to you. I, I guess some men get off on that you're into them like that and they'll never be into you like that. And they're never available for you. And that's the thing. An unavailable man is never available for what you want to do. If you want to, you know, go to, for walks in the park with your dog or have, hey, come meet my family at six o'clock and we're having dinner. That man, he's not showing up to that kind of stuff. He's always going to say something came up or whatever. So just, you know, just remember what, what place he plays 
let him serve you. If you want that, then let him serve you in that situation where you're just getting sex and you're in the bed and you're enjoying that and keep it at that. And so then the next scenario is, and I told her this, move on. So I know it's hard for people to move on and I'm I'm going to be real with you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm human, you know what I'm saying? I, I might be a coach, but I'm human. And even though I know certain things are a certain way, I know I need to move away from it, but it may take me a little while. So when you know, so moving on from something like that, try to do it quicker. If you know that like we said cuffing season means like the men they want to kind of get into they're thinking about relationship more or even if they're you know thinking about okay I'm gonna have her around more I'm not gonna be in no real relationship with her but you know I'm gonna have her at the house more or something like that but I'm not saying all guys are trying to do that some of them are yeah so it's easier said than done if you see this in the beginning of this situation you see that maybe you went on a few dates with this person and then you are feeling that gut feeling you are feeling like questioning yourself. You're questioning the situation. Like I said earlier, that's when you need to step back and then just start, you know, take, text him less. If he texts you, text him less. Um, if he calls you, maybe don't answer the call and then like randomly call him. If he calls you, you know, five o'clock on Tuesday, then call him Wednesday at whatever, five o'clock the next day or two o'clock the next day, just stretch it out do not give him all your attention and all your energy. In my situation, I knew it was what it was. So what I did was I never text him. I never text him. And then when he texts me, I text him back. When he called me, I called him back. If I, you know, missed his call or when he called me, I didn't answer the phone and then I would call him. I think 30 minutes later or whatever it was, but I did it on purpose. That's me. I'm kind of, a, I, I, I kind of play games because I know what's up. So that's what you do. You just string that person along, give him the same energy he gives you, even though he'll come harder. So with me, I was, I even said, I said, why do you like me? And then he said, um, cause you don't call me. Cause see, cause he, he, he's, men will wonder, well, why is she pulling back? Why doesn't she call me? Why doesn't she text me? This makes a man chase you. This makes a man, in some cases, you guys, and the, the right man, but this makes a man want the chase. He wants to, he's intrigued by you now because you're not so, you know, oh, all up in his face or also oh, into him. So he's wondering like, why isn't she into me? So the right guy will, will maybe approach you differently and say, would you like to go on a date with me? <laughs> you know, I want to take you on a date or he'll ask you some other things or he'll start asking you. Maybe he'll ask you more intriguing questions. Sometimes this works when you do pull back and maybe do it before you have sex or even after you, if you've had sex with them and you kind of pull back within this case, I've had, I had sex with him and I just didn't, you know, I just knew what was up. So I just knew that I, I just wanted him to lay in the bed with me. That's about it. And so that's why I just, so I did not call him and I didn't pretend like this was something when it was, was not, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I knew the difference between salt and sugar, you know? So I would say like, if you're in a situation like this, that's when coaching comes in, you know, you know, actually get an appointment with, with me, get an appointment with your coach, get a call your friend and say, girl, I need to talk. And just like, not about your stuff, you know, say, Hey, I really need to talk. And so talk this out and say, 
I want to make a date to stop talking to this guy. And I think that's the best plan. Say, hey, by December 25th, Christmas or whatever, I'm going to stop talking to him. And then you don't need to, you do not need to explain anything. That kind of situation, it's a situationship. You just ghost him. Those are the guys, the guys you just ghost. And they'll probably keep texting you and calling you forever. I have a few of those. And if you haven't, go back and listen to the podcast because I still got, you know, still got somebody that just called me like a week ago. So I just don't, I'm, I'm I just making, let's see. I just don't want you to think that all men are liars, narcissists, and you can't trust them. Because then what's going to happen is you're, you're going to say, I don't trust men. And that means you don't trust yourself. That means that your picker is off. Um, you're, you know, you're saying that, you know what, something's wrong with Carolyn. No, nothing's wrong with you. You just have to learn how to see the difference between salt and sugar. You have to see the difference and you have to know, is this person genuine? Is he for my best interest? Is he asking me questions, deep questions about my life and things in my life? Some men will talk you to death and tell you all about them. And then it's fun and this and that and the sex is good. But then you just step outside that picture and just see, wait a minute, is this fulfilling my needs? Or is he just fulfilling his? And yes, I'm going along for the ride. And then I am not intertwined in any, I don't even know where the man works. I tell all my clients, like, you need to go to his job. You need to have been, you know, of course, at his house. You need to have met his friends. If his family's in town, you have met his sister, his mom or something. Those kind of men where they say, hey, my mom's in town. And they have not introduced you to their mom, but yet they love their mom and all that, honey, please. You are in a situation you are with an unavailable man. He is not available for what you want. He is not available for a relationship. If you want to get into a real relationship, the next guy that you meet that's genuine, that wants a relationship, you may question that. So see, you're messing yourself up for that future guy. So you know what? Hey, I actually gave you some tips tonight. <laughs> uh, if you want to coach with me, uh, go to carolynsavage.com. I have a YouTube channel as well. Um, it's youtube.com at Savage Dating Tips. You can go to my YouTube channel. The links are in the description and you guys have a good night.